This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. We spoke last week about the different times or the correct timing for the recitation of Slicha. So we mentioned that the practice that most of us did last night was most of us waited till after Chatzos and we started the Slichas after Chatzos. I didn't realize this, but I saw this in the Sefer and I confirmed it with a Talmud. In the Telzi Yeshiva, both in Cleveland and Chicago, they don't say Slichas at night. The whole Yeshiva says Slichas the next morning. It was news to me. I thought all Yeshivas say Slichas of Matzi Shabbos like uh, Bismanai, right after Chatzos. But it, it, it's Taka written down, and I confirmed it, that they don't. They don't say Slichas Lel Matzi Shabbos like the rest of us. They say Slichas 6.30 the next morning which I told many people who couldn't stay up last night that it's better to dive in 6.30 a.m. than it is to say slichas at 10 o'clock p.m. last night. Because again, anytime you're after chatzos, you're already in much better time than before chatzos. However, they write, if you're going to say slichas Sunday morning, so you can't say the words matzei menucha. It's not, uh, it's not matzei menucha anymore. It's already Sunday morning. So they change the nusach and they don't say matzei menucha. They say ashmeris aboike. Okay, they get up in the morning, but it's not matzei menucha. But uh, there is such a practice that many people don't want to stay up late Master Shabbos. So I think the better option, I remember when I was uh, when I used to live in Kew Gardens, maybe they still have it now, in my uncle's shul, in the big shul, they used to have a 6.30 minion uh, Sunday morning to say slichas, which I think is uh, more is be- much better halachically than saying slichas last night at 10 o'clock. I think Chavaz Chaim also has at least one minion in the morning. In the morning, really? So I saw in the uh, Tervidas book of Minhagim Halachas there, they say, no, they have slichas one o'clock every single year. Maybe that's where we got it over here. One o'clock every single, uh, no matter what time Chatzai says, it's always one o'clock. But okay, it's an interesting thing that uh, there are different times. Then I heard of a bigger chadish. My son told me his Rebbe said slichas this morning at 5.15. Uh, what's the God of saying slichas this morning at 5.15? That's the way it's brought down in the Paiskin. We mentioned this last week, that the Paiskin say the real preferred time to say slichas is right before Alois HaShachar. Every single day? Only Matzi? Every single day? Wow. So that's very difficult. You've got to wake up very early. Again, this year it's not as early because Alois is uh, relatively late. Alois HaShachar is not so, so early, but you've got to get up before Alois HaShachar. Because that's what it says in the Rishonim. If you look at the Rishonim, they say the best time to say Slichas is before Alois HaShachar. That's what we did last night. No, no, we didn't. It's not before. No, no, no. Right before Eloisa Shachar. Yeah, ten o'clock is also before Eloisa Shachar. So if you look in the, if you look in the Mag and Avram and the Neisikim and the Shulchanach, they say it's got to be right before Eloisa Shachar, which is very hard. So the Matzah Ephraim already wrote that most people don't do it that early, but that's really the preferred way to do it. That's right. That's right. If you're gonna get, if you're an early riser, it's not a big deal to do it. I'm not suggesting that I want to do it, but if you want to do it, we're not so far off at our five forty-five minion tomorrow. Not. So far off from doing it, but that's another way of doing the slicha. So again, there are different time slots that are all good for the recitation of slicha. Now, there's an interesting halacha. That's a Ramon Shochnach. The Ramon writes that the practice used to be that whoever david for the Ahmed for slichas, he gets the Ahmed for the whole day. He's mispalo kol hayoyim. He takes all the tefillas for that day. There's a machloikas achreinim. What the Ramon means? Does the Ramon mean the mayriv before? Let's say, for example, if you would say slichas Monday morning. Does that mean you daven Monday Shachris, Monday Mincha, Monday Mayriv? Or does that mean you daven Sunday night Mayriv, Monday Shachris, and Monday Mincha? Two different versions in the Paiskim, how to understand this Ramah. Now, for most of us, this Ramah is not relevant, because many communities don't follow this Ramah. But it is a Ramah in Shulchanach. I just want to bring that point out. 
This is one of those examples of something which is clearly in the books, and it's widely, I'm not going to say everywhere, but widely not done. We'll see why it's not done. But that's what the Ramah says. But what's, they do it. For which tefillahs? The night before? Not the marriage afterwards. No. Right. So that, so some communities still do this practice because that's what it says in Ramah and Shulchanar. Now, what's the Svara behind this? What's the Svara? So the Vilna Gain writes, and Mr. Buru quotes it, the Svara behind it is that he who starts the mitzvah completes the mitzvah. So since you started the mitzvah with saying slichas, that's why you finish the mitzvah by leading all the services. The obvious kasha is, so that, that means every single day, whoever daven shachar should daven mitzvah and also. What does it mean that he who daven slichas started the mitzvah? What mitzvah? The mitzvah of saying slichas is over. And then you daven shachras. So Rabbi Salvation and Harry Kedem says, you say, which I found already in the Chumas Adeshen. Chumas Adeshen says that slichas is not a thing unto itself. Slichas is an intro to the davening. The whole purpose of slichas is to make your davening better. Right, very often what ends up happening is we make it through slichas and we can't get by shachras. It's not correct. The whole purpose of slichas is to enhance your davening. So therefore, that's how we can understand this practice. If the purpose of the slichas is to enhance your davening, now we understand why the one who leads the slichas leads all the tefillahs. Because he's the one who started the ball rolling by starting the tefillah process with the slichas. So therefore, that was one of the reasons the Vilna Gain explains that the one who says slichas got the omid for all the tefillahs. If that's the reason, it doesn't make sense to give him the mayrav before. He didn't start yet. He didn't start till the next morning. Okay, so there's different reasons given. Another reason that the place can give... Which, which way? I mean, it's already over. You mean, it's ready the next day. It's a good cash. I mean, the day's over already by Mayrif. That's the Easter of Mayrif early, maybe. So there's other reasons given in the Paiskin for this practice. And ba- meaning, according to this reason, there's no reason why it shouldn't apply today. Now, why, the simple reason that I, I, I think is partial, why doesn't this minute continue today? Because people dive in three different places, Shachros, Menach, and Mayrif. If you dive in the same shul, Shachros, Menach, and Mayrif, it works. Today we dive in one place, Shachros, we dive in one place, Menach, and one place, Mayrif. But if you dive in the same shul, so then it's a shaykh to say that he who leads the slichas leads all the tefillahs. But there's some other reasons in the price. For example, if you look in the, the Binyan Shloim, or the Binyan Shloim explains... That the reason why they, this din was implied was because it used to be davening for the slichas wasn't a very honorable position. It was like we find by maftir that he who gets maftir gets to have Torah. Why? Because not everyone wanted maftir. It's not such a mechubedik kibud. So you used to give him that, and you throw in Torah as a package, uh, make him feel better. So it used to be that leaving the slichas wasn't such a chash of a thing. It wasn't such an honorable position. So to make the guy feel better, we gave him the yomit also. So many can say, well, today that's not the case. Today people, especially on the first night of slichas, people pay top dollar to lead the slichas. It's a very chosh of a thing. So therefore some people say that's why it's not applicable today. <laughs> Others explain that the reason why we used to have the bal slichas daven for the omid was because we want someone to daven for the omid during these days who fasts. And the bal slichas used to fast. So instead of making two people fast, we had the same guy fast. And that's why the practice was the one who led the slichas was the one who davened for the omid. Uh, most places, again, not all places, but as I mentioned before, most places do not continue this practice. In most of the yeshivas, someone told me in the Pesach yeshiva they still keep this practice. Okay, I think I saw maybe in, in some certain Hasidic courts they keep this practice, but it is a Ramon Shulchanach. It is interesting that this became not so commonly done in most communities. There, in, the, in the slichas that we have, it says that during the slichas we're supposed to say the vidoy three times. We say Hashem the three times. The Ramah writes like this as well. Why do we say the Hashem the three times? So the Mepharshim say it's supposed to correspond to the three ways we can do an Avera. Either bedibor with our speech, b'maisa with an action, b'machshava with a thought. However, both the Vilna Goyen and the Arizal were both of the opinion that we should only say the Hashem once. One of the rare occurrences, Chassidim and Litvish is around the same page. They held, no, you only say the Hashem once. 
So that's why many people have a practice. They only say the Ashamdu once. They don't say three times. What's the Svara behind it? So the simple Svara is that Ashamdu is a Vidu. A Vidu is a, is a heartfelt feeling of, 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 of guilt and sorrow and, and wanting to improve. If you don't know what you're saying and you don't understand what you're saying, it doesn't get you too far. So just to go like this a bunch of times, what's it worth? So therefore many Paiskim held that the uh, more correct thing is to say it once. So uh, again, different places have different minhagim. Some people follow this Vilna Gain, while others don't follow the Vilna Gain. Um, in that contrast that I have from Tervidas, they write in Tervidas, the minhag was to say the Vidya three times. That's what it says over there. By me, when I was in Yeshiva and Shatur, they used to put up a sign that the Vilna Gain held to only say it once. I'm not sure if they meant for us to take that Vilna Gain, Allah Lamaisa, or not, but I personally only say the Vidya once because I have a hard enough time being Mechavan for the one time, definitely not for the three times. There's a discussion amongst the Paiskim. Do you have to say Birchas HaTayra before you say Slicha? So you get up tomorrow morning at the crack of dawn, do you have to say Birchas HaTayra? So with Mr. Bur Paskins that you should, preferably a person should recite Birchas HaTayra before he says Slicha, even though he's not learning, he's just saying it Derech Bakosh, he's just davening, but we're Mahmir to say the Birchas HaTayra before we say Slicha. There's a big emphasis on the slichas that the shat should wear a talus. To my knowledge, there's no mikar that the mispalim have to wear a talus. You see many people that when they come to slichas, they make it their business to put on a talus. The pashta is based on the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. The emphasis is that the shatz is supposed to wear a talus. Because the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah that Kodesh Baruch Hu showed Moshe Rabbeinu that he wrapped himself in a talus and he showed Moshe Rabbeinu the slichas. So the Paiskim said there's a big emphasis that the shatz should wear a talus. I go so far that some Paiskim even say, what happens if there's no talus? Should we not have slichas because there's no talus? And all the Paiskim say, of course you should have slichas even without a talus. But there's a big emphasis that the shatz should wear a talus. I'm unaware of any emphasis that the Balei, the Mispalim need to wear a talus. But Mishtabura has a whole problem last night. How do you deal with the talus? Because it's Lila, we don't wear talus for Lila. So Mr. Bruce says, what you should do is you should borrow someone's talus that doesn't belong to the shul, belongs to your friend, and you have no das to be kind this way, you don't have to make a bracha, but you wear the talus. But what happens if you dive in very early slichas during the week? So truth is, 545 is after Zman Hatzit, so we don't have such a problem this year. But if we were diving earlier, let's say Erev Rosh Hashanah were diving earlier, right? It's still before the Zman. So if you're going to daven slichas before the Zman sits, so what does the Shatz do? So what the Shatz does is he borrows the talus from his friend. He has in mind not to be kind of the talus. And he puts it on without a bracha. The Mat Ephraim writes that a person should stand for the entire slichas. Which is not easy. Slichas is long. Mat Ephraim says if you could, you should try to stand for all of slichas. That means everything from the beginning. Ashrei tel but the Mat Ephraim says if a person can, he should at least stand for the Gimel Midas, that Mikradin you have to stand for. So therefore a person should stand for that part for sure. Mr. Brewer also writes Mat Ephraim? Where is the city? Uh, it's a Dovashabik Gimel Midas. And therefore they assume that you have to some Paiskimod you have to even cover your head for the Gimel Midas, which is why I think many people have a practice to put on a talus when they're in the Mispalim, because they want to have a talus over the head for the Gimel Midas, because it's a Dovish Bidush it needs to have a head covering. Okay. But the Pashtas is that if a person should try to save up his energy for at least for the Gimel Midas. The Mishtabura Paskin is that when you say the, the line, Vayikra Bishem Hashem, is supposed to pause between Bishem and Hashem. He quotes from Abu Jaham, even though the uncles on the, on the Pasuk there learns it differently, but the Mishtabura writes, it's supposed to be Vayikra Bishem Kama Hashem. Mishtabura also writes that when you get to the Gemini, it's supposed to be Hashem Hashem, there's supposed to be a pause between Hashem, Hashem, Kel Rachum, Vichanon as well. There's a big debate, we've spoken about this in the past, about the end of the Slichas, the Machnisei Rachamim, whether or not we're supposed to say that part, 
where we talk about uh, asking the Malachim to bring the Tefillah to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Rabbi Chaim Velozhin says from his Rebbe, the Vilna Goin, that the Vilna Goin didn't say that part of Shlichas because we don't talk to Malachim. We don't ask them anything. They don't do any Shlichas for us. We don't get them involved. Same reason we spoke about this with Shalom Aleichem. That's why some people skip the Baruchuni L'Sholem part of the Shalom Aleichem. We don't talk to Malachim. We don't ask them for things. That's not the role. But uh, many people today do say Machnisi Rachamim. It is in the, it's in the Siddur. Um, the Chassam Sofi used to say that it's at the end of the Slichas. And he was always behind. He was always catching up. So he used to skip that part, but no one, no one would ever know he skipped it because it was ready towards the end and he, was, he had to rush to catch up to the end. So he would always skip that part just to avoid any halachic concerns that may come up. Many people have a practice, among Avram brings down a practice, that you're supposed to fast on the first day of Slichas. Today, many people were supposed to fast. I don't know how many people actually did fast, but the Magen Avram brings down such a practice. So the Noyem Elimelech writes that if you don't want to fast or it's going to affect your learning, he says a black Gemara with Rashi and Taisvis is just as good as the fast day. So if you're not up to fasting, no, Gemara, Rashi, Taisvis, that counts just as good. It doesn't help you for Yom Kippur. You can't use that for Yom Kippur. But for these types of fast days, the Noyem Elimelech writes that you can use learning in place of fasting.